when you see separate waves played on a guitar, you know it's party time. That's right. That's right. <laughs> So it's uh, it's it's Tuesday. It is the what is this? The second? This is the second of June. Second of June. Yep. So nineteen more days until summer. Uh, yes, indeed. Nineteen till nineteen more days until summer. Yeah. Wow. It's uh, it's getting close. It's and, flying by. And today in New York City, it's fifty-one degrees. <laughs> right. <laughs> and is rainy. it really? Yeah, it's cold. It's like 50 degrees and rainy this morning. Yikes. Yep, not not nice. But it was 90 <laughs> degrees the other day, so who knows what's going on. It might be 90 <laughs> degrees later this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Welcome to the East Coast. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, I, 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 got, I, I was walking around sweltering yesterday. Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine. In, in uh, the, the Brookland, not Brooklyn, but Brookland area of dc and uh got on the train to go to a different location came up out of the train got about 100 yards away from the train station downpour oh wow just out of nowhere yeah. just down and i was drenched there was nowhere to go <laughs> you know so i'm just ah! <laughs> wait was it was it like was it like underwear drenched kind of drenched it was it was Jeans and T-shirt looked like somebody threw me in the pool. Drenched. Yeah, you look like a like a cat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like surprised that my gear didn't get wet in my bag. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't. Well, safe. Um, but you know, hey, hi, <laughs> welcome to the Mid Atlantic. Uh, so uh, it is it is one sixty two. It's it's on taking pictures episode one sixty two. Yeah. Uh, my name's Jeffrey Sidoris. Along with me, the 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 hot then cold then hot then cold, Bill Wadman. <laughs> it, that, that, that works on so many levels <laughs> <laughs> telling me <laughs> whoa uh, what, are you, what are you like rodney dangerfield now you're like pulling at your collar <laughs> i am i am well you're telling me yeah right. <laughs> oh my gosh okay so uh <laughs> b- before we jump in yeah uh rush Rush, rush, rush. Was rush. all that a bag of chips, then some, and then it, a little rush kicked in? That's right. Honest to God, they, I, I don't think they've ever sounded better. Well, they've had a lot of practice over the last 40 yeah. years. I mean, they're just, they're such tight musicians, and they, 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 they just dance with each other, and it's, yeah. it's really great. Um, you know, can Getty get all the way up there? Not really. Yeah. There are a couple songs where they've, but, but, you know, he's altered the songs and they've sort of become different, not better, not worse, yeah. just different. Um, well, when but, they started, he was young. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, he still sings impressively high. Yeah. I mean, he can still get way up there and, and wail. Um, but I, I was just, I was really impressed by their musicianship, by how, how, how well they played, and there—I mean, you know their stuff. There's a lot of songs where all of them are playing in different times, and it just matches up yep. toward the end. Yeah, they are—they are the the prog rock musicians' musician. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it was packed. Jeez, I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm just glad that they're going out on uh, a bang, as it were. You know what I mean? Like, like we're going to do this one last time, and we're going to do it right. Not we're going to do it alone last time, make a little more money, and then you know, right. Right. You know, they sound they sound like they they want to do it right the last time, you know, which right. is kind of cool. I I I completely agree. And yeah. and they still the songs are amazing. They played a lot of stuff that um that I had never heard live 
um, and they played some stuff that that you know you just hadn't heard in a long time. They played stuff from from oh gosh, they played uh, four songs from Twenty One Twelve. They played stuff from from um, A Farewell to Kings. They played stuff from Sub- that's a large portion of Twenty One Twelve, isn't it? Yeah, it's a it's a good it's a good chunk. Yeah, I think it was one one two four and seven parts wow. two four and seven. Uh, and then they ended the show with this was kind of cool because as the show's going on, um, the roadies are they start out with all this stuff behind them, you know, mm-hmm. stacks of marshals and and their their sort of typical you know accoutrement of touring you know, washing machines and these crazy set pieces and things like that. And as the show is going on, uh, the the crew. The road crew are coming out removing pieces, removing pieces, removing. Oh. So by the time they get to the encore, it's just the band. There's yeah. there's there there are no set pieces behind them, and they do you know working man, and they yeah. do anthem, and they do you know all their early stuff. So it was really kind of cool that the stage is stripped down, and then their the, the encore itself was stripped down. They were doing this yeah. sort of basic you know hard rocking tunes that that kind of put them on the map. So it was kind of neat. That is pretty cool. Yeah. And makes it easier for the crew because they're packing up for the next gig <laughs> like during the show. Right, right, this right, is ingenious. Right. They came up with a way to pack during the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and the fans loved it. The fans are like, oh my God, it's so creative. <laughs> like, no, we just don't want to be up all night. Man, I got to come up with stuff like that. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, excellent. Well, I'm glad yeah. you had a good time. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Can't wait to see him in LA. Wait, was that the first show of the tour? No, first show was in May in I think Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay, but this is like pretty early, right? I mean, yeah, it's is... it's pretty early. It's pretty early. And what they and then do... you're planning on seeing the last one, right? I'm seeing the last so, show. So let's see how run down they end up in a few months. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, they're they're doing like they'll do two weeks of shows and then they take a week off and then okay. they do two weeks of show and they're and they're playing every other night. So they're not playing every night. Um, At their age, they can't. Right. 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 I mean, and I, I guess that was one of the stipulations was, was, uh, you know, they, they wanted to spend time with their, particularly Neil wanted to spend time with family. So he flies back to Santa Monica and hangs out with the family. Let me ask you a question that's a little more along the lines of, of the show like yeah. specifically. <laughs> oh, oh, right. We're doing it. <laughs> um, oh, that old thing. Remember in, in Almost Famous where they make the joke where uh, Jimmy Fallon's on is like the manager guy and he's like, you don't think that 10 years from now uh, Mick Jagger's going to be dancing around stage doing his whatever. You got to be out of your mind, you know, whatever the line was. Right. And of course, here we are 40 years after that, like the, that he was talking and Mick Jagger's still up on stage dancing like a bird, right? Right. Um. Our our grandparents' generation, there was still Duke Ellington and whoever else playing around with their bands. Sure, decades after they were in the forefront, as it were. Right? Is this the equivalent of that, or have we moved to a time where there is more, where where the 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 palette is just broader, where you can have a band that plays for. 40, 50 years or whatever the hell Rush has been around, 40 years? Yeah. Um, who is still playing and it isn't all about nostalgia? Well, I think, I think, I think there are certainly bands that are out there touring, playing just the hits. Yeah. And, and you know, I guess there's nothing wrong. Who am I to say? There's Jeffrey, I, I went to see Cool and the Gang once. You just don't have to bring it up again and again and again. <laughs> 
No, you're right. You're right. Right. You know, Michael Sembello farewell tour. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Plays but, a medley of his hit. But it is interesting, though, that 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 the that these artists can keep working for so long, and in some ways, it's it's like, okay, hey guys, retire so some other people can come up and do stuff, you know, and play the arenas. But I guess the whole concept of like these arena shows is sort of coming to an end in some ways. You know, there's a lot less of these giant things. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I don't know what this this uh, the Jiffy Lube Arena. Right. In, in DC, I don't know what it holds, but it's it's one of those ones like like um, Irvine Meadows or or uh, probably fifteen thousand Bison, yeah, where it's got the seated area and then there's a grass area behind it. Uh, oh, it's one of those. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, so, so it's, it's probably the, smaller than that. Okay, the the the, the seated area is under like a like a uh, a structure. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Grass area is open, um, but I mean, it was you know every seat was was taken and and. I guess if you can still do it. I mean, Getty sounded great. He looked great. They they had yeah. a lot of energy. Yeah, it's like Billy Joel still does his monthly um, stuff at Madison Square Garden. Like every right. month, he does a show at Madison Square Garden. It's like I, I've seen Billy Joel. I don't know four or five times, and he always put on a good show. I haven't seen him in ten years. Like, is he still putting on a great show? I don't know. You know? Right. If it wasn't three hundred dollars for a ticket, I'd go find out. You know. I mean, and it, with regard to photography, it's you've got people like Albert Watson still working. You got yeah. Al Reversi still working. Yeah. You've got Jay Mazel is eighty four years yeah, old. You've, yeah, you've got a lot of people that have been shooting for a long time. Yeah, that are still working. But the ones that are working, it seems like they're still evolving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but then there's others who uh, were big for a long time. And now sort of are trading on what they were doing 20 years ago. There's a lot of those guys too, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so it's, yeah, it's an interesting combination. It's, it's, I don't know. It's just uh, the way of the world, the world's a different place now. Uh, however, apparently, <laughs> apparently uh, a few people, including our friend Mike, uh, uh, say that we got this whole thing wrong last week. Is that fair to say? Or do you think that it's more of a tangential? I, well, I mean, I think, I think, you know, I think you could give Derezowitz's article to 10 people that, that are interested or have, you know, some sort of knowledge in this area and you may come away with 10 responses. Yeah. 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 Um, I, Mike made a lot of good points. Um, I, I, I don't actually know what we were wrong about. Yeah. And I, maybe we were, maybe we weren't. Um, well, I think that you and I have, well, here, let's just say this. Okay. Uh, n none of the things that I think that, uh, Mike Sakasagawa or James Gunning or a number of the people who wrote us like emails and little things about last week's show, um, where we discussed that article, what was it called? Just so I can, uh, uh, death it. of the artist and the rise of the creative entrepreneur. There you go. Um, I don't think anything that we said was wrong. I think you're right in saying that there are multiple interpretations of it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and even if you, and even if you sit and you discuss the stuff saying, well, you're looking at it from an old fuddy duddy's point of view. There are all these artists now doing all these amazing things that aren't like what people used to do, but definitely aren't people just searching for likes on Facebook. Well, it's like, yeah, okay. That's true. That's always true. Right. There's a, there's a, there's a spread of people in any world. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, 
like like we were just saying there's there's rush at one end and then you know there's the the felix Cavalli, cavallari from from the rascals who still plays you know rascals tunes at right. little places you know um sorry you were saying well i, I don't you know this this guy isn't just derezowitz i'm talking about isn't yep. some you know fly by night internet <laughs> well right i mean you know the guy has a terrific education he's taught he's he's you know well respected he yeah. you know i don't know that these are just opinions that he's just pulling out of a hat yeah yeah it, it, it would seem that there are uh you know years of of study and research and scholarship behind some of these opinions and and um you know it, he, Derezowitz even says in the article that it's still kind of too early to know the answers to a lot of these questions. Yes, you know, absolutely. Because right. we're, we're still sort of on, on, in many ways, the precipice of, of yeah. the changing of art. And I, I don't know. I mean, I think everybody has their own opinion about it. Doesn't it feel a little bit like, uh, and oh, I'm going to get derided for this, for this thing but it almost feels like the the middle ages or the great depression of all this stuff where it's like yeah there are some people doing really well but the old system has been destroyed and the new system really hasn't been built up to mm -hmm. to take its place we don't know what's coming but right now things are a little ugly because a lot of buildings are torn down you know like it's, Maybe, it's but that I, kind I of thing i don't i didn't take away <laughs> that in, in rereading it i reread it again over over the weekend i don't think that it was i mean mike called it a hand-wringing think piece and i i don't know that it is that i don't think no. i don't know that that derezowitz is is lamenting the future of art nor is he romanticizing the past i think it was kind of a um more of a factual account of look here's where this came from yep and and uh, you know he's the first to admit that i don't know where this is going to go but here are some things to think about yeah yeah, yeah. And uh, as far as being cynical about the future of art, I'm not cynical about the future of art at all. In fact, I, I'm, I think I've been, hopefully been very clear about, I'm excited at the new tools. I'm excited at the new distribution methods. What I'm, what I'm not excited about is art seems to be, art as a commodity seems to be accelerating. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There was, you know, it was interesting. They were talking on, Oh, I think it was this week in tech this week. They had a good discussion just about how all these different tech news companies like uh, GigaOM and all those other ones are sort of like have gone out of business in the last few months. Mm -hmm. And they're just saying that, you know, tech news is like news and facts are now a commodity, right? Sure. Sure. And in some ways, like I was listening to them discuss it and it's, and they say, you know, it's very difficult to make a business on something that, that the minute you put out what you think is a breaking story that normally people would have to go to you. Well, in 10 minutes, everyone's written up their three paragraph version of it. And maybe I'll link to you at the bottom and put it up on their site. And, right. you know, it's like, what is the first mover advantage? There is none, you know, really. Right. Um, within <clears throat> seconds, it's on Mashable and TechCrunch and, yeah, you know, yeah. yada, yada. Yeah, and 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 I think that in some ways there's a there's a lot of that in in the art world as well and in photography where, you know, um, you know the 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 more we make it just adds to the giant pile that makes it harder to find anything in this giant pile. You know, so sure. it's, it's sort and, of like this, you know we're building ourselves out. You know? Yeah, and and like the tech news, if if there are art or photography or creative stories that that 
stick or resonate or people find interesting, you're going to find them on Design Taxi, on, you know, uh, um, uh, gosh, now I'm just totally blanking on some of the sites like Petapixel or F-Stoppers sure. or, sure. you know, My Modern Met or, you know, Lost Any Minor or any of these other sites. You, it's one of the reasons that, that I kind of have let Faded and Blurred lapse is I just got tired of being another cog on the wheel. Right. You know, I got tired of, of, of sharing things that you've already seen in four different places. And I'm just giving you my, to your point, my three paragraph or three sentence. Yeah. Synopsis of it. You know what I mean? At least your synopses were better than most. Well, thanks. But, but but it doesn't seem to matter, right? Like the quality doesn't really matter. People just want quantity. They want, they want potato chips, you know? (laughs) Right, right. Um, that's you know why I've tried to yeah. shift gears and find a new focus that yeah. that that's on more original narrative and conversation. Which, which could arguably have a smaller audience, but perhaps a more engaged audience. I, that's the hope. Yeah, and I, I think that that's sort of the way to go is trying to fight for everybody. Is 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 a losing gambit. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. But anyway, I think you're right that that the people who commented and said we got it all wrong, I think ours was a perfectly reasonable interpretation. I think theirs is a perfectly reasonable interpretation. I don't think that there is an answer to this question or you know what I mean, not the question, you know, the larger question of where what where was the role of the artist and where is it going? Right. It's like we don't know where it's going. We I, I don't particularly like where it looks like it's heading, but I don't know where it's actually heading. You know, it's like we're in the fog. Right. Um and a year from now or three years from now, it's going to be different than where it is right now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh I was listening to an interview with somebody recently and they were saying that oh, what was the word they used? Uh, that, 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 that it was like this former model or something like that. And she used to date all these, you know, Warren Beatty kind of guys back in the seventies or whatever. And she said, you know, when you, when you're outside, the whole glamor of that world looks like this beautiful thing. But when you get inside of it, it kind of dissipates like a cloud. Like you can never actually get there, you know, like Mm. the minute you're inside of it, it doesn't look like anything. Um, and, 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 and I was kind of thinking that this, it's a similar thing with, with a lot of the success that happens, anything you sort of achieve in our worlds where it's like you, oh, I want so badly to, you know, I don't know, have my pictures in a magazine and then your pictures are in a magazine. You're like, well, who the hell cares about magazines anymore? You know, whatever it is, right? Like it's only interesting from the inside. Yeah. Or from the outside rather. Yeah. 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 Um, and so it's like trying to find, and that's why they're, you know, trying to do the work that you want to do, regardless of where it's going to end up is the only way to get real fulfillment. Cause you're sort of fulfilling something of your own, not trying to fill it with stuff from the outside, you know? Um, and I, I think that tastes change, you yeah. know, not only the, 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 the sort of popular taste, but your own tastes. Yep. You no, know, as much as I love, uh, uh, sharing stories with, with and about creatives I, there are fascinating stories from from you know people everywhere yes uh i i there's a, a little shop that i saw a uh, real quick aside yep little shop um called uh kensington television service okay oh i saw the picture yeah uh and it's this little little shop a uh, bunch of vintage uh uh radios in the window and so i went in and 
this place is so packed with radios, you literally, you can walk in about four feet, pivot, and walk back out. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's just packed. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of radios. And that's a world yeah. that's never going to come back, right? Right, right. And then there's a little back room that you can get to as well. So I'm, I'm looking around and, and the owner comes in and uh, he says, so what do you think? <laughs> and I said, I, I think it's the most amazing collection of radios I've ever seen in one place. And what did and he, he say? He smiled and, and he's like, you know, go ahead, and, go ahead and look in the back room. Don't, don't walk in there, but you can look. And I said, okay. Was it even worse? Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, just stacks and stacks <laughs> of receivers and turntables and Victrolas and, uh, you know, old tube radios and, and these just beautiful pieces. And I came back out, and uh, Doug is his name, and uh, I said, okay, Doug, question for you. He's like, yeah. I said, the place is on fire, or there's a flood, or like, there's what no- do you grab? You, you can get, you get one thing. Yeah. You get one thing to save. What do you, what do you take? And he... He's like, hmm, that's a good question. He's like, got his hand on his chin. He's like, hmm. And he points. He's like, probably that. And I kind of follow his, his point, And he's pointing at a Chet Atkins record. Hmm. And I said, that? That's what you'd say. All these radios, all these turntables, all Chet Atkins. And he says, yeah, because I'm a guitar player. Hmm. I said, you're a guitar player. He's like, yeah, come here. Come here. So he leads me around to the front of the store and the, the the door to the store was open, so I didn't see it at the time. But he closes the front door, and there's a photo of a, a younger version of himself playing guitar on stage at the Grand Ole Opry. Aww. And he says, that's me. I said, you were on the Opry. He's like, yes, I was. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're sitting there talking for a minute. And, uh, you got and, a good one with this guy. You got a live wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're talking for a little bit more, and he, he leans in. He's like, hey, you like eggs? <laughs> I, I kind of leaned back in you know, I leaned in toward him and I said yeah I like eggs you like eggs and he goes oh I love eggs <laughs> and he goes back in and he comes out with a dozen eggs what, is it, what does he have eggs on his farm he's like here you go and I, <laughs> I said you grow eggs and he says no I grow chickens the chickens lay the eggs <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it was just such a cool exchange and this guy you know i said i said doug i would love to come back and talk to you again if you wouldn't mind i'd love to ask you about this this wonderful shop you've got here and he and he's like would a piece of paper be okay i said do you have a card and he's like i don't have a card but would a piece of paper be okay so he disappears into the back room for a minute and comes out with this piece of paper with his name and number on it and i just thought that is so that well, that, that guy sounds fascinating you know that 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 whole interaction could have gone the exact opposite way you right. know, some super cantankerous guy. You know, right. But it's just, it was so cool, you know? And, you got a radio needs fixing? Get the hell out of my store. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, just, uh, it was just, it was really, really cool. Yeah. And, you yeah. know what? These are, these are stories that are everywhere. And, and they don't have to be hour-long yeah. stories. They can be these little sort of 20-minute vignettes, but they're yep. interesting. No, and that's they, a good they, one. You they, should they definitely us, go back there. Yeah. So, anyway. Little it's, aside. Thank it's, you. But it's... it's um. Yeah, we, it's like, well, there's an example. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day about, I don't think it was you on the show, it was somebody after that. You know, just the whole idea that, you know, we nothing ever gets repaired anymore. We just throw it out and buy new ones, you know? Right. And, um, and, and, and it's, it's true. It's like stores like that guy's store. I mean, who the hell would have, 
You know, that's the equivalent of having a computer repair shop with computers all the way back to original PC parts sitting right. in it. It's like right. those don't exist. Or maybe, you know, it's like a handful of them exist, but not in the same way that radio stores were in every single town, you know? Right. Um, and and, and, I, 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 and there's something about that, like the physical legacy. Yeah. And, you know? and you, you go into this shop and if it's working, that's one thing. If it's not, you, you pick out what you want and then he restores it. Yeah. You know, there was a, a, a woman that had come in while I was there and she was looking at this really beautiful sort of console turntable. All, you know, I don't know what kind of wood it was, but it was just yeah, beautiful. Like wood. mahogany or something? Yeah, like something like that. And, you know, and, and they were, he's like, excuse me for a second, I need to talk to her. And I, I just kind of wanted to, to, I didn't move, I just overheard the conversation. And, and you know, he, he, he says, well, it's going to cost you X number of dollars because I've got to, you know, I want to clean it up and I want to, I want to replace all the motor mounts and, and <laughs> new cartridge and da, 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 da. It's like, I don't, I don't want you to have to come back. Yeah. You know, when I send this thing out the door, I want it to be good to go. It's going to work I, for the next 30 years. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And, and you're right that, that sort of, um, I don't know, attachment to, to objects has been largely lost. All right. Let me, let me ask you a, 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 a old man question. <laughs> Hold on. Let me go find one. Yeah. <laughs> Found him. <laughs> um, let's say that, okay, there's this new sort of maker movement. I'm sure there's some kid in Austin or Portland or Brooklyn or something who has a shop where he's rebuilding old, Victrolas or whatever in a similar way. Right. Is what they're doing different or the same as what this guy's doing? Um, on, on, on some level, it's probably the same. Yeah. No, you're, you're giving these old things, new life. You're, you're giving them a new home. You're, 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 uh, exposing people to maybe, uh, uh, um, an era of technology that, that, has has vanished largely from the mainstream. Yeah. Um, whether or not you know, I I don't know enough about uh, two youngins fires versus solid state. To, oh yeah yeah yeah. I just, I, I just I, mean I that, like the 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 philosophy that goes into it is, sure. is is the modern maker movement the same as the kind of thing you we just heard this in your story. I think there are parts of it sure that overlap. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in the in the same way that there are photographers who who love using uh, uh, 100-year-old Petzval lenses or, yep. or you know, who, who still use uh, old Rollies or, or, you know, Bronica ECs from the, from the 60s and 70s or whatever it is. Yeah, 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 or, yeah. Or tintypes, you know. Uh, lots of that, that's another resurgence. Lots of people using old equipment to make something new, and I think it's terrific. This Bronica EC is cool looking. Bronica ECs are neat. It's yeah. like a, it's like a kind of a, a weird Japanese knockoff of a Hasselblad. Yeah. It's got yeah. that kind of feel to it. Yep. A little, um, longer, little, little sort of more ovoid shaped. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, hey, I was thinking, did you see this? Did you see this cover with, uh, uh, Caitlyn Jenner? I did. Okay. And, and I also saw Patrick's send up of it, putting <laughs> himself in there. Patrick puts himself everywhere though. Yeah. So Patrick <laughs> did his own and it read, call me Patty. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. He got the, <laughs> he got the font wrong though. So, you know, um, it, I saw this and I was thinking about it and, and people had been, I, you know, I, uh, we had dinner with some friends on, on Saturday night 
and um and the 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 friends are a lesbian couple that we're friends with and and so we were discussing this whole uh transgender thing and then like they were taking it from like their point of view from their you know world of their friends and the whole thing and 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 we were just saying and they said you know did, did you hear i hear that uh they're gonna put at the time bruce jenner on the cover of vanity fair and, and you know like i wonder what that's gonna be like you know and and I was like, yeah, you know, I, I heard that. I, I don't know anything, you know, beyond that, I don't know anything about it. And then the next day it comes out. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it, how even though uh, it's very difficult to get in the groove of things, Caitlyn Jenner has given TV interviews. It's sort of been a known thing that she was doing this transition, you know? Well, I, well back up. Wait a minute. Yep. Go ahead. I don't know that. I don't know that Caitlyn Jenner has given. Well, last- Caitlyn, the, the, using the name Caitlyn, yes. Has, this is the first time the whole right. Caitlyn thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, there have been interviews. There's been talk. It's like this is, this is a known thing that's been happening. It's been in process. Sure. Um, I think it's interesting that still in 2015, it is a photograph on the cover of a print magazine which is sort of the turning point watershed cultural moment for this whole thing that's happening. You know what I mean? Right. Um, That in the end, that picture of her, whatever you think of it, you know, I think it's an okay picture. I don't think it's an amazing picture, but I think it's a good picture. And he does good work. Um, Is, is, is going to be the thing that's going to be remembered from this whole story. You know what I mean? That's the thing that's going 15 years from now when but, they're but talking is it the about photo. Is it the photo that's going to get remembered or is, is it what the photo represents? Well, we- well, I, well, where's the separation between those two, I guess is the question. Well, you, you just, you just kind of alluded to it. You said it's an okay photo. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I guess it's what the photo is pointing to, but still that the photo is still sort of the attachment point to the story. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's, 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 it's going to be the thing that that you know it's it, the the you know there is i think that there was some 8 millimeter footage of the kids running at Kent State but it's that picture of the girl on the ground screaming help for help above her friend who got shot that is the thing that if you think Kent State that's the that's what pops up in your head sure you know, that picture um and i still think it's amazing that in 2015 it's still a picture and it's not just a picture it's a portrait that people took time and care and made the person up and good lighting and a good photographer. Like it's, it's a proper portrait in the old school way of thinking of it. Uh, you know, not a selfie on her phone. That is the one that, that is going to be remembered. I just think it's kind of neat. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What do you have any other thoughts on that? I, you know, I, a lot of things actually, cause I, I find this story fascinating and I, I mean, with, without sort of going down too much of a rabbit hole, yeah. the word brave gets used quite a bit with regard to this story. And I, I, I wonder, is, is, is the perception of, of um, bravery as strong within the LGBT community as it is, as it seems to be outside of it? Wait, restate that. I'm sorry. I'm not quite understanding what you're saying. Well, I mean, you see a lot of the newscasters that are talking about the story and they're like, oh, oh, she's so brave to do this. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. 
is is it is it brave from a media standpoint or 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 is it brave within the community she now belongs to or has belonged to for quite a while i guess yeah um i i'd like to think that 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 bravery is pervasive throughout yes i, I it probably that, is i i think within the community they see it as much as I hate using overusing the word, but like this watershed thing where oh, finally there's a trans person that everyone already knew mm-hmm. who is now standing up and saying, you know what, I'm making this change, and therefore it's going to be more accepted because, I mean, it's an, it's an interesting person to to have. I mean, Bruce Jenner. If ten years ago you said, give me the manliest man ever, you know, it's like Bruce Jenner right. is right up there, right? Like the picture of masculinity for decades. Sure. Sure. You know, and and by him making the transition, it's like wow. Okay, this is this is opening up in the same way that 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 um, what's his name, um, uh, Magic Johnson, saying he was HIV positive. It's like oh, this could be anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in a similar way. Uh, do, do you yeah. think this will help to? <laughs> mm. Social acceptance? No, elevate is the wrong word, and I'm going to use it anyway. But I think it's it feels like the wrong word. But but elevate uh, the transitions of others in, into a, a, a more public forum. I mean, do you think it'll make uh, a, a difference overall, or is this is this uh, just another magazine cover for the moment? No, I, well, I think that there's uh, look, there's a lot of media hype around it, right? That 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 is hype trying to get hype for type sake as it were um i i think that i think that in the same way that you know gay marriage has shifted from 60 percent against 40 percent for to 60 percent for 40 percent against you know sort of like the the middle 20 mm-hmm. has shifted um i think the same thing will happen with the acceptance of this stuff where 15 years ago it probably would have been a majority of the population saying you know, that's disgusting or how dare they, or I don't want that, you know, whatever the right, thing is. Right. right. Um, but I think that that number will always be 30 something percent because that's the way societies work like this. You know, you never win everyone at best. You win 66%, you know, do you, do you think this photograph will mm, become an iconic photograph if it's not already will it will it be a memorable photograph 10 years from now will this be the first uh, in a new sort of chapter in this movement you know it's funny i definitely within this movement it will be i think we're too close to know whether or not this will be a big deal a year from now two years from now five years from now Mm -hmm. um I, i think they certainly want it to be you know right um uh, it is interesting though, that it's also, you know, the idea of a vanity fair cover has arguably less cachet than it had 10 years ago. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still a big deal, but there are so many other ways, things out there, you know, that, that, that it's, 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 it's a little bit using the, the, the last vestiges of power in old media in order to pursue some sort of to give legitimacy to something that many people argue lacks legitimacy, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's really, I, I mean, I think the whole process is fascinating. By the way, there's a video on the, on the, the link I'm going to put in the show notes, um, where they show, they show Annie shooting, uh, 
Caitlin. Sorry, it's very difficult to change muscle memory like that. Right. Well, and, even 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 she says it. You know, oh, I mean, does she? It, yeah. Like, oh, hey, it's Bruce. Oh, you know, no, yeah. I screwed up. It's not Bruce. It's you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And but uh, well, so so they're doing this. Uh, they're doing the photo shoot, and it's interesting from a photographic technical point of view. They have this like octobox up real close to her, you know, or, uh, and the octobox has. Off like six inches off the front of it, there's like another level of diffusion that's clipped on, mm. which I hadn't seen before this exact setup. So I've actually eager to to take a look and figure it out. There's sometimes I, I have a four by six diffusion panel that sometimes I will uh, clip up like sort of near the model and then have a soft box shooting into that. So it's like a double softened, you know, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, so I like just, the effect of the of the the gold walls. Yeah, the gold or it looks silver, what, whatever it is. So, yeah. is. I wonder is it just reflective or is it? Did they make like a a, a silver leaf? Prop? No, I, I mean I I wouldn't be surprised. Well, because you can see the seam up there. I think they're just oh, okay, right by the T. I yep. think they're just uh, big four by eight silver reflector boards mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. they just stuck together and made a little corner. She's trying to get all pen on that. I love uh, reflections, though. I like the the, the quality. Yeah, the reflections are nice. Interesting. Super soft light. It's where it's at. Yeah. Well, for this kind of thing, it's where it's at. I have to. I have a shoot on Thursday. I have to go out to New Jersey and take pictures of this older woman. And it's like, man, what am I going to bring? And I was looking at this thing. I was like, oh, I should bring a setup like that. <laughs> you know. Uh, it's also nice because the reflectors also act as like a little fill from the back. So you know, the whole thing just it just contains the soft light. Mm-hmm. And I think in the in the video they show there's another guy with another whiteboard or reflector off camera left, you know. Um yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, I just thought that that was an interesting thing to discuss. Uh, yeah, it's uh, again, I I'm I'm curious to see, you know, years down how how this helps the movement at large and and does this does it, is this going to help people uh Yeah become or or transition to who they feel that they really are it's fascinating and it and it i think it really does speak to the power of a photograph yeah that's exactly my point in putting it in the show notes yeah yeah Yeah. still to this day what is what 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 makes people talk is a picture Mm -hmm. you know um it's kind of neat yeah, it is. Uh, you put in this uh, this video of Kate Moss would would uh, doing it, it an just, interview. It, it it just was was kind of funny. Uh, Kate talking about some of the excesses of the the excesses of of supermodeldom in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, um, you know, taking limos to photo shoots and and you know, I like the part where she's just like, "Oh, I love the Concorde because." If I didn't want to go fly at night, I'd be just like, oh, I'll just leave in the morning. Right, 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 right. And it's right. like, wait, you you just like decided that you were going to switch your flight to a flight that costs like $6,000 to get from, you know, whatever it was. Uh, uh, so it's, it's just kind of interesting to talk, yeah. uh, to, 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 to see uh, uh, one who was inside that, that yeah, circle. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, talking about how some of the other models took her under her wing and, yeah. and, and, the whole supermodel thing always struck me kind of strange. I mean, when, when did it? When hmm. did that happen? Me, yeah, the, when, the when PR you, people um, yeah. created that. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. and and do you strive to? I don't know. It's weird. Do you do you want to be a supermodel or do you want to be a model who then gets the the, the sort of moniker bestowed upon you? Yeah, you're super. 
<laughs> model. Yeah. Yeah. You, what's interesting about it though, is like you hear her talk and I mean, obviously she's a beautiful woman and I'm a straight man. So I've always, you know, like there are pictures of her that are amazing, you know? Um, but then I hear her talk and it's just like, eh, you just kind of ruined it for me. You yeah. know, it's like, it's funny. Cause remember when we were watching that Rankin, uh, the making of all the old, uh, recreations of all the old yes. photographs thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's that scene where he has Heidi Klum in the studio and he's shooting her and she's like well-spoken and cool and like, like matronly in the like kind of good way. You know what I mean? Just sort of like, Oh yes, I've been around the world, you know, like I've whatever. And you hear Kate Moss here and she's just like F bombing up a storm right, and all this right. kind of stuff. And you're like, wow, there really is a difference between all of you people. Like when you, I mean, get out from behind the camera and, you're not all the same, you know, just people. Yeah. They're just people. Yeah. I did find it interesting that, that there's a, there's a very famous Calvin Klein ad of, of Kate Moss nude face, uh, laying face, face down on a, on a sofa. Yeah. And she was talking in this video about it. It took them 10 days to get that shot. Yeah. I wonder if that's hyperbole. Well, who knows? I mean, she, she seemed to speak very literally about it. And, and she says that, that they probably got it in the first role, uh, but her, her photographer and then boyfriend, uh, kept going for 10 days in, in this little house and wherever it was. He must've been on drugs. Well, <laughs> like, I, I mean, I, was, at what point are you just like, okay, <laughs> you know, this is, yeah, the, I don't know. We got enough. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah, no, it is interesting. Uh, 10 days of shooting with, That's a lot I, th- of film. I think he just wanted her sitting there naked for 10 days. It's a lot of film. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. Back in the old days, when you used to, they used to just buy like cases of film for these fashion shoots. Yeah, imagine how much stuff got developed that got on a light box that everyone said, "Nope, all right, that's the one." And there's like sixty rolls of film sitting there, just right. like just get thrown out probably by this point. Uh, it's uh, not like it's like news photography. It's a lot. I yeah. I, I, I spoke to uh, to Tom Hoops last week, and he said that he was doing a, a portrait shoot, and he he went through fifteen rolls of film to do this shoot. He shoot thirty five or bigger. Two and a quarter. Okay. Uh, so that's, yeah. So that's like he shot 200 pictures or whatever. But it just sounds like, you know, 15 rolls of film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He blew through 15 rolls of film. Yeah. Does he have an accent? He does have an accent. Of course he does. Well, you know, he probably wouldn't tell you he had an accent, but to me, he had. Yeah, I, to, you know, to us, to, yeah. to us without an accent, he has an accent. <laughs> yeah, he speaks perfectly fine. It's, it's, it's me who's, who's got the accent. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you want to get rid of your accent, go to Linda. D- oh, yeah, we should. If, unless you're, if you're done with the Kate Moss thing, you done? You know, I had a whole thing that I was preparing. It was, uh, uh, you know, it was. After the Guns N' Roses one last week. Apparently, wait, somebody made a, 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 a <laughs> ringtone of the Guns N' Roses theme. Well, so then I got to thinking about it. And it was, it was, uh, it was lynda.com to set to live and let die. Okay. You want right. to give me a little of that or are you just going to like leave <laughs> it hanging there? I don't know. I, maybe I'll chime in. But okay. it, was, it, was, it was fun. <laughs> I'm like sitting there I'm thinking, what can I do? What can I do? Lynda.com. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Photoshop, Illustrator, web, you know, <laughs> learn it all in one place. <laughs> it was dumb. It was dumb. Uh, well, that's that's why people tune in. Yeah, well. 
This episode is brought to you by lynda.com, the online learning platform with over 3,000 on-demand video courses to help you strengthen your business, technology, and creative skills. For a free 10-day trial, go to lynda.com, that's L-Y-N-D-A.com slash O-T-P for on-taking pictures, and you'll get your free 10-day trial. It's really great. Uh, lynda.com is for problem solvers, for the curious, for the people who listen to this show. Uh, maybe you want to master Excel because I'm really, I was never really good at Excel. Are you good at the Microsoft Office stuff? No, 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 no. I, I still, I, I don't really understand <laughs> spreadsheets. Yeah, like I've done stuff where I'm, you know, summing stuff and whatever it is, but like I can't get involved in like pivot tables and like I don't understand it. I'm no stuff. John Legend. John Legend was really good at that, right? John Legend was huge into into Excel spreadsheets before he became John Legend. Yeah. Oh, man. See, and that's why he's a that's why he's a rock star. That's why he's uh, you can you could learn. So you like John Legend can <laughs> go learn Excel. Music. It's because he knows Excel. He went to Linda and learned Excel. Exactly. That's uh, what. And uh, here's a good one. You can learn negotiation tactics. Yeah, I got I got asked for to give a few quotes to 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 uh, one of the little one of the photo sites yesterday about pricing stuff, and I was like negotiating pricing that's a nightmare but maybe had i gone to lynda.com i'd have some more good things to say uh build a website or boost your photoshop skills and and learn from burt monroy go to lynda.com and feed your curious mind they've got great stuff about landscape photography photo photographing the light night landscape i'm having a hard time reading what's photoscaping photoscaping the night span space (laughs) Photographing the night landscape, uh, uh, and definitely the show it, where Bill has his first beer. I've, I've <laughs> yeah, imagine. <laughs> uh, and if you haven't seen their lynda.com slash two five ps, which is their little twenty fifth anniversary Photoshop microsite, uh, it's free. You don't even have to sign up, and it's got some really good videos on there. Uh, they got stuff about creating uh, dramatic landscapes, black and white, with Chris Orwig. They got advanced color workflows uh, with Joe Brady. This is great stuff. Um, I, I'm a I'm a big fan. I've been very impressed by the stuff that I've watched on lynda.com. So with your lynda.com membership, you can watch and learn from top experts who are passionate about teaching, stream thousands of video courses on demand, learn at your own schedule, uh, at your own pace, of course, and they're structured so you can watch them from start to finish or just go grab the three minutes that you find interesting. You can browse the transcripts to find particular sections that you're looking for. And, uh, and then t- you can even take notes and refer back to them later and, you know, watch them on the go on your iOS or Android device and make playlists and share them with your friends. It's, it's crazy. So your lynda.com membership gives you unlimited access to all of these, all for one flat rate. So if you're looking to become an industry expert, passionate about your hobby, or just want to learn something new. And what is it? Like, it's like $400 a month or something, right? Uh, no, it's, it's, it's much less expensive than $400 a month. Uh, I do believe it's, uh, what is it, $24 a month? It's a pretty good price. Yeah, it is. It's 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 pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. Twenty four dollars a month for their for their basic thing. If you pay annually, it's only twenty bucks a month, which is actually pretty amazing considering all the stuff you can learn on there. Uh, so, hundred and whatever, two hundred and what is that? What's that? Well, how much money is that? Two hundred forty bucks. Right. Yeah. For for three thousand five hundred and sixty one video courses. <laughs> Do, do you know how much college costs nowadays? <laughs> uh, so anyway, you go visit uh, lynda.com slash OTP, sign up for your free 10-day trial, and uh, we thank them very much for their support. Thank you, Linda. Um, all right, hey, they're keeping the, the name and, and all the branding and everything. I'm glad that... that oh, I think that's what that company bought. They bought the brand, yeah. Well, they bought the brand and they bought the... Uh, 
the the back end, right? They bought the 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 the, the technology. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Google Photos. Do you see this? I did see it. What do you think? Uh, you know, it's another it's another photo thing. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, free unlimited backup of all your photos. Uh, up to I think sixteen megapixel JPEGs. I think is what they take, or like one gigabyte videos or something like that. So you can upload your videos up there too, which is pretty crazy. Um, and all the auto awesome stuff. And they seem to have split it off from Google plus, which is an interesting discussion for another time. Um, Mike, let me ask a question. Do you have any qualms about putting your stuff up on these services, considering the terms of service? Well, some people are really anal about that. And I'm just wondering what you, what your thoughts are. If I'm being completely honest, I like probably 90% of the people listening to this show don't read all the terms of service. Yeah, fair enough. You know, and, and part of the reason we don't read the terms of service is because we want to use the service. Yep. And if you don't agree to it, you can't use the service. You can't even try the service to see whether or not you want to use the service unless you agree to the service. True. Yeah. So um, you're saying it could be terrible things in there, but there you don't know because you don't read them. It's, it's sort of like when you, you know, when you update your iPhone, well, do you agree to the terms of service? Well, you have to, or you can't update your iPhone. So yeah, of yeah, course yeah. I agree to it because I want to update my iPhone. Yeah. 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 You know, that it's that kind of, of mentality. Should I read them? Yeah, I probably should. Everybody probably should. Yeah. But the other side of it is, is I would imagine some of these things are written in such a way that I wouldn't understand them even if I did read them. Yeah. Because you don't speak that language. Legalese, I think, is right. the term you're looking for. Right. Yeah. It's a. Uh, yeah. It's an. It's an interesting. It's an interesting thing. And somebody else pointed out that you know at, at the point at which Google and I look, I have a lot of stuff. I have stuff from my phone ends up on Dropbox and Google just because I want to make sure it's somewhere else in case I lose my phone. Um, by having it there, it also opens it up to you know court order. So. Oh, we not only do we get access to your email or your internet connection, we also get all your pictures because they're up on this server, you know. Um, so there's like, versus just backing them up locally. You mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's like that's not necessarily a deal breaker, and might be just you know paranoia, but it's 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 not insignificant, you know. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't, I still am, I don't really have a lot of solid feeling on these things because let's say you've got four terabytes of or 10 terabytes of photos or whatever. First of all, it's going to take you an awful long time to upload them. Yes. Um, I I don't know. I I, I still like the idea of having things like that local. Yeah. Um, I do like the, are we, we're so old school that we like things local. Well, you know, and that's, that's the thing is, is there's a there's a there's an inferred or implied safety in the cloud yeah but there's also you know the chance of breach in the cloud i mean and i i don't know it's 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 a weird it's a weird thing yeah it's a double-edged sword yeah um it's i'm gonna i'll do a little research on exactly what the terms are maybe we'll discuss a little more next week but i'll put a link in the show notes to it uh it will be interesting to see how apple responds because their storage for their photos their iCloud stuff is a little like a lot of people had a lot of problems with that photo stuff, but um, it's also capped. The free, the free yeah. usage is capped. Yeah. So, so I wonder, I wonder if they're just going to say, you know what, like we need to, we need to compete or if they don't think they need to compete. By right. the way, you know, I installed Yosemite and I haven't 
gotten had the time to really play with the photo stuff yet, but it keeps popping up. Like every time, not only do I plug in a card, anytime I open my iPhone, I've turned off everywhere I can find that I can turn off to tell it to not pop up the import stuff. Oh, the, 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 the for the new photos one. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, God, can I just turn you off? I don't want, I have, I have other tools that I use, you know? Right. Um, it's a little annoying. I have to admit. So maybe I'm missing something, but I got to figure that out. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they do follow suit. Cause I think, I think Amazon was the first so well, Amazon off- does free too, right? Unlimited. Yeah, they offer unlimited if you're a Prime member. Yeah, so which un- by the way, they've now added the same day shipping. I saw that I in, saw that. in a lot of cities, including mine. I ordered a uh, a new cable modem this morning. It'll be here this afternoon. See, that's just nuts. That is, it really is nuts. I mean, we had that. What was it? Cosmo. Cosmo. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, somebody made a joke about that. I was like, man, now I'm like, you know, itching for some Ben and Jerry's and a DVD, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's really... And here Amazon is actually doing it. Over a million items from 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 their warehouse have been moved to these cities. It's crazy. I, I, can you imagine the infrastructure of that company? Yeah. They had, um, I wanted, I needed to buy, I bought one four terabyte drive a few weeks ago. I was going to buy another one. And I did, by the way, remember when like a hard drive broke down and in order to get it RMA'd, you had to like run their own software on it to prove that it was bad before you send right, it back. Right. Like it was a whole thing. I went to Western Digital thinking I had to do that. I actually installed Windows on another drive and like went in there and ran the thing and it couldn't even run. So I go to do the RMA and they're just like, so what's wrong with it? And I was like, fails, you know, software tests. It was just a drop down. And they're like, okay, sure. Give us your credit card number. We'll send you a new one. You can drop the other one in the old box. I'm like, Wait, really? It used to be really hard. Huh. Yeah. And, and I, I did it last whatever. And it came yesterday. Wow. I got the new one. So anyway, swapping hard drives out is a lot easier now, but yeah, I was going to, I need, I was going to yeah. buy another one and they had it a uh, same day. So I could order like order hard drive same day. It's nuts. What's, what's the warranty on Western digital now? Um, this red one, I think was five years. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be three years, but five years, but you know what it is? It's like, I'm not going to use them more than three or four years, you know? By probably. then I'll need to upgrade anyway, you yeah, know, probably. Not. Um, so for me, I just, you know, you bought right now, it looks like four terabytes is sort of the, uh, the, the sweet spot where, you know, you, you pay X amount more and you get the same amount. Like, you know, it costs a hundred dollars for three terabytes. It costs $130 for four terabytes, you know, so you might as well buy the four. Right. Um, but, um, yeah, it's interesting. It's crazy, man, storage. I put a thing up yesterday. There's 128 or 256 or 512 gigabyte SD cards. Wow. It's like, how can they fit 512 gigabytes on a thing the size of a postage stamp? Like, an SSD, I can understand because there's like a lot of chips in there and the whole thing, but like an SD card? Even where that. Is it, where SSD, is it going? If, if you, if, listeners, if, if, you, if you have the means to upgrade to an SSD that is, that is and you one, haven't. one of the best upgrades <laughs> yeah. to your machine yeah. you can make. Yeah. If you don't have an SSD as your boot drive, stop this, <laughs> pause this, go to Amazon, <laughs> nice. buy a Samsung 850 Evo 256 gig for like 80 bucks. It, and it's not just boot times that you're no. saying. It's, it's, it's responsiveness it really of the entire the interface. Machine. Yeah. It really does make the machine feel like, like uh, a new machine. Yeah. Um, okay. So last week we talked about Richard Prince. Yes. And how he took these pictures off of, uh, Instagram and made a comment, printed them out, and then is selling them for 90 grand. Uh, 
apparently a number of those were taken from the Suicide Girls uh, uh, Instagram feed. Right. So the woman, Missy, uh, who from Suicide Girls, uh, decided she had put up a blog post where she said, you know, everyone's asking me what I think about this. Well, here's what I think about it. And she took all of the, the pictures that, that Richard Prince commented on. She put another comment underneath it and said, true art. Did a screenshot of that and is selling her own prints for $90 with the money going to, you know, uh, uh, I think she's, I think she's giving them away. Uh, I think she's giving the money away from what I understood, but right. I might be wrong, but basically for, you know, 1% the price or whatever it is, or one tenth of 1% of the price. She's basically giving you the same thing. She's making big prints. I thought that this was an, uh, an interesting way of sort of, I mean, even if she can't complain legally, this is a witty way to retort. Well, she she writes in the article, if I had a nickel for every time someone used our images without our permission in a commercial endeavor, I'd be able to spend $90,000 on art. Yeah. Uh, I was once really annoyed by Forever 21 selling shirts with our slightly altered images on them. But as an artist, Richard Prince is an artist and he found the images we and our girls publish on Instagram as representative of something worth commenting on. Part of the zeitgeist, I guess. Thanks, Richard. I'm just bummed that his art is out of reach for people like me yeah. and the people portrayed in the art that he's selling. Yeah. So I think, yeah, he's basically doing this. She's doing the same prints for, you know, 90 bucks, which is actually kind of a neat way of doing it. So we're going to put a link in the show notes. Uh, I thought it was kind of funny. A good idea. Uh, a good oh, so They're donating it all to EFF. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, there it is. Yep. Uh, yep. They're donating to the Electronic Frontier Foundation. And, and I'm a big EFF fan. So um, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm a big Hello fan. You're you're not an EFF fan though. I am. Okay, but, but you I, just wanted to throw in the. Uh, it's me just being dumb. ELO is good. <laughs> Get okay, sorry. Um, okay, so what else we got? Uh, Mary Ellen Mark died last year, last week. She did. Uh, Seventy-five. Um, uh, fair to say one of the huge icons in photography and has been for years and years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's, uh, uh she was huge for, uh, yeah, an icon. That's a good way of putting it. Um, and it's, it's kind of, it's nice too, that it seems like in the last, uh, few years, she's, she's sort of, she's cut, not come back into the limelight, but like has, uh, been re- reborn at, you know, to the new generation kind of thing, you know, sure. Uh, been, Rediscovered. Yeah. 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 A good, good way of putting it, uh, which is nice. And look, she's, she's, she's worked for every single magazine that's ever been known pretty much, you know, and done all this great work and, and all the rest of it. And, you know, she dies at 75. It's like, that's not a, it's not a, that's not a bad life led, you know, from what we see no, from the outside. And, and uh, by by the accounts that I have heard, was a lovely person. Yeah, and 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 uh, was was very aware of of and and again, I, I never met the woman, but seems to have been very aware of the importance of photography and and uh, respected her relative place in it. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of nice, you know. It's, it's classy, I guess, is the is the mm-hmm. way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very sad to see her go. We'll put a link in the show notes. And if you haven't gone to look at her work or don't know enough of it, go take, go, go do a Google search and you'll find plenty of stuff to take a look at, which is all totally worth seeing. 
Yes. Um, all right. So let's let's talk about the assignment from last week and the assignment for this week. Uh, real quick, um, yeah. I'm going to send you something. Maybe we can put this in for next week. I forgot to to ask you about what you thought about it. It's okay. um, this producer Steve Albini. Do you know him? Uh, yeah, sounds familiar actually. Music producer wrote this this article um, uh, called "The Music Industry is a Parasite and Copyright is Dead." Uh, oh, okay. Right now. Okay, I got you. Uh, yeah, music biz. Okay, I'll put a link in the show notes. And we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Mike Sakasagawa just picked up a pencil. Yes, he did. <laughs> He's ready to write. He's like, <laughs> bring it. <laughs> um, anyway, it, it's it's interesting, and I think there are quite a few parallels that we could draw. Yep. From from this article on music uh, uh, to to art and photography and and you know things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Let's uh, let's that'll be a topic for next week. Oh, uh, not for nothing, but t-shirts at Rush? Yes. How much? 45 bucks. 45? 45. Actually, that's not as much as it could have been. For a t-shirt? That just seemed like a lot. Let me ask you a question, though. On the back of the t-shirt, does it list the locations of the shows? You know what? I don't remember. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, that was the thing back in the day, right? Yeah. I think the the R30... Look, Hartford, Connecticut's on the back. Yeah. The R30 tour t-shirts did but i'm not sure if our four i would imagine they would i mean that seems to be a thing right yeah yeah well it used to be a thing i guess that's sort of a dying thing i don't know if the beyonce t-shirt still has that stuff on it could be wrong you want to go look real quick somebody prove me (laughs) 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 that was good that was good Uh, i've never seen i've never seen her live man i haven't been to a concert I haven't been to a concert bigger than like a, a theater in in a decade. Really? Yeah, I haven't been to like a. I can't remember the last like arena like, quote unquote show I I was at. It was a long time ago though. Uh, it's you know I mean it's a thing. It's well the, these shows are so incredibly expensive to mount. Yeah. You know, yeah. versus a, a club tour type yeah. of. Thing. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it, I also like the intimacy of the smaller venues. Sure. When I can. Like, you know, I know I'm not going to see Billy Joel at a little place anymore. Uh, but, you know, but a lot of these other people will play small things, you know. Anyway, it's good stuff. Yeah. I, and well, and, and I don't know. That's not even getting into the whole idea of acoustics and how things actually sound yep. smaller versus larger. And I mean, it's, I, I tend to prefer to sit further away in larger shows. I don't want to go home with my ears ringing. Uh, you need to have some of the, um, Eddie Modic little earplugs that go in that just sort of bring it down, but don't mush it. What are they like? Like a 30 DB drop or something? Yeah. 25 usually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. they, they cost like 12, 15 bucks on Amazon. I'll buy you some. Well, you don't have to do that, but thank uh, you. uh, yeah. Eddie Modic earplugs. I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes. They're really yeah. great. Uh, okay, so um, lots of different interpretations of at rest. Yes, uh, I and, noticed that. And, and, and you know, from uh, Jeff Green, kind of this, this chill shot of a kayak um, to objects. Uh, there, did you see that phone that Tanya put up? That was really yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Telephone. I was just looking at that. Uh, I, that seems like um, I see that kind of stuff all the time. Like the whole just destroy it's the whole technology just lying on the ground just seems like right. such a sad thing. 
sofas on the side of the road. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, there's always like there's always stuff on the side of the road that I'm like, wow, that computer used to that was probably two thousand dollars when it was bought. Right. There was a big giant tube TV on the sidewalk the other day. And I was like, my God, what that must have cost and how heavy it is, you know? Yeah. Where is its weight and gold? We had a console TV as a kid, like the the big wooden console where it had the record player on one side and the TV and all that. Yeah. It's uh, Uh, it's crazy. Sorry. Great shot by Rick, uh, uh, a boy and a cat. Yes, I like that one. That's fun. Um, So lots of really good stuff. And, And again, lots of great interpretation of of at rest some some new abstraction shots up that are really good um wow this shot by dennis skyam the the what is this royal palace in copenhagen that's, oh that almost looked like the louvre when i first saw it i i was going to go to the royal palace in copenhagen but uh i had a thing <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good i, like I, that. I wouldn't had eggs instead i yeah. guess yeah. <laughs> with an old man that's right, with an old man at a radio store. Uh, no, it was good. Um, so, yeah, lots of really, like I said, uh, interesting stuff. Um, yeah. Hey, did you see my cloud shot over the, the station? Uh, is it up here? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. Hold on. It's, uh, th- it's this, this sky shot over the Brooklyn <laughs> metro station. Uh, the cloud's you know, big it's and puffy f- and fun. Oh, yeah. Huh? It's like, uh, it's like, I think you just made some art there. Yeah. Well, well you, you fell into it. That's not for me to say. Yeah. Yeah. A million, uh, a million monkeys on a million typewriters. That's right. It was bound to happen eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I got to go write something while I'm on a roll. <laughs> Genius. Uh, Alexander, I love this piano shot too. Um, yeah. So, so lots of fun stuff. Oh, that cloud uh, is great. Yeah. Thanks. So uh, I just found it again. Well, I like that. That uh, Nick posted the uh, the uh, tire swing. What is that? A river? Looks like a river in the background. Neat. Um, <coughs> what else? Fernando at the Lisbon stop, the Volvo Ocean Race. All these people live in all these. I know exotic, exotic places. places. Well, you people in. Well, you know, but again, like we talked about at the top of the show, maybe it's not exotic to them because they live there. That's true. That's true. You know, maybe, maybe they're like stupid Lisbon. I hate Paris. I hate London. Stupid London. Is Gardner you know? making his uh, daughter flip her hair around? Is that, is that uh, our buddy Piper? Uh, I'm not sure. I think so. Hmm. Uh, uh, good stuff. Hey, yeah. uh, I had an idea for this week's. Yep. Hit me. Camera motion. Oh, I like that. Camera motion. All right. <laughs> like basically, you know, try to get camera blur and do something interesting with it. Well, see, now that opens up a lot of fun stuff because, I mean, you can track subjects. So yep. your subject could be sharp, but then everything else could be like motion blurry. Yep. Uh, wow, that's kind of fun. Right? Something different. Yeah. And can get, it, can, it can end up being really abstract. If yeah, you yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So camera motion. Camera motion. I I'll, like that. I'll put a link in the show notes. Camera motion. <laughs> I like how you're extending it. You're like, camera motion. Camera motion. <laughs> Camera motion. Are you uh, are you uh, trying to do a little Sean Connery right there? <laughs> Camera. <laughs> Camera motion. Camera motion. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Else? No, I'm, I'm. I'm. Nope. I'm just thinking about what I can shoot now. <laughs> All right. You, there's a lot of apps too that do slow shutter speeds. If you want to force your phone 
to uh, to 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 not push too hard. You know what oh, I'm talking about? Okay. okay. Uh, I I uh, thought I had one. Um, I a lot of them though, they're not actually changing the shutter speed. What they're doing is basically shooting video and merging the frames. Oh really? Yeah, I think I think those are older ones because they were unable to uh uh to do um they they're on before iOS 8 or whatever it is they were unable to have the API to do the shutter speed stuff so oh, okay. the so trick they, they were using was doing that and I have yet to find a new one but maybe one exists and somebody's got one there's long one called long expo that I've used that okay. was kind of fun interesting uh but uh yeah i mean it's that's a neat little hack though you know yeah that's pretty <laughs> clever yeah you know, we we can't do this but but yeah, but we have all these sort of low-res frames that we can merge together. Right. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, you put in this photographer of the week. Yeah. You, Masataka you, you, Nakano. Wait, say it again? Masataka Nakano. Excuse me? <laughs> Masataka Nakano. <laughs> that, that one really rolls off the tongue, though. Masataka yeah. Nakano. Uh, this comes from uh, our, our friend in Tokyo, Christopher Matheson. Um. And who, who who first showed me the you know you know those like the really long exposures of cities yep. where the people and the scar and the cars just disapp- disappear. And when I first saw these, that's what I thought they were. Yes, but apparently they are not. No, these are really pictures where there's no one in the frame. Apparently, how is that possible? I don't know. Okay, because that really is kind of making me. I don't know how I feel about it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that makes me that makes me unnerved that there are scenes from like Shinjuku where there's nobody, and it's like, wait a minute, that's impossible. There, don't, there has to be people. There how are ten thousand people there every ten seconds. Like, right. like I don't understand when there ever was no one there. How do you how do you do it? Because I, I'm still convinced that there has to be something going on there, but apparently not. Okay, I, w- I think you I think you need to if this guy speaks English, I think you need to do an interview with him because. <laughs> How I do want you, to know. I mean, it, so these are these are color cityscapes, mostly around Tokyo. In this examples right. that I've he has, seen, he has several books available. Yeah. on Amazon. Oh, and there's there's one in Kyoto train station because I know that I know that train station. Uh, and there is no one in these pictures. There's pictures of these four lane highways, and there's no one in the picture. Uh, subway cars, no one on the subway car. Um, and and yeah, it looks like he either did multiple exposures, merged them, and you know blanked out the other people or something. That's what I thought he originally did. Even if it wasn't a long blur, maybe it was. Oh, I took six exposures and I grabbed the bits that no one was in at any one time. You know, um, right? But apparently, yeah, they're, apparently they're 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 not manipulated or composited. So. So how it's just freaking me out. It, it freaks me out too a little bit. It's like. Um, it's like he's some sort of uh, crazy, you know, monk or something. Like he just he like wills the people away and takes the picture. Or he sits there for six months for that one moment when. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's they're they're pretty cool. Yeah, but the, it's the, funny the, because they the, what makes them really cool is that fact. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. the uh, The book that that you can see this stuff in um, is called Tokyo Nobody. Yeah, I will put a link in the show notes. Yeah, uh, apparently uh, it took 11 years to shoot the photographs in the book. Uh, the project is unlike the other three in that no clever image manipulation was done. 
Nakano visited ordinarily busy locations during time of low activity, for example, holidays, and waited for just the right time to make each of his photographs. That still, that still blows my mind. I mean, wouldn't you think that... I just don't understand. I mean, Tokyo is it's seemingly... No, Tokyo... In my... Tokyo doesn't seem like it ever stops. You know? Like, when could you go to Times Square... Right. ...and not find anybody? Well, funny enough, they did that for Vanilla Sky. Yeah, but it didn't just happen. They didn't just... Yeah, they, nobody they, to show they up. had to do it at the crack of dawn, and they you know, blocked it off. And I think they had like eight minutes that they could do it, but they had teams of people stopping people. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, here's an interview. I'll, I'll send this to you. Maybe you can put this in there. Um, this guy says, uh, his most famous series is called Tokyo. Nobody. And it is his best work so far spanning over 10 years of patient photography. He has managed to capture some of Tokyo's most famous scenes and streets without anyone appearing in them. (sighs) Makes me want to go to, uh, times square. Yeah. Uh, we had a long discussion as to how he took his photos and how he works as a photographer. Um, uh, I could have kept talking with him for hours, but alas, I wasn't the only guest at the reception. I got his latest book, Tokyo Float. Uh, da, 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 da. So, hmm. Okay. Well, apparently, my mistake. There's not. That's all he goes on to say. He doesn't. He doesn't. Doesn't give us anything. Right. All right. Well. I guess uh, see what you can find out and get back. To see us. what I can find, yeah. And okay. if we can, if we can find something, I'll post it in the. In the okay. Uh, but yeah, it's fascinating to me that you know it's one thing to to manipulate, but it becomes an exercise in scouting and in patience and in perseverance and and just, ugh, it's amazing to me. Yeah, super cool, super super cool. And and he's got some really great shots of interior spaces. Um, there are a number, like I said, a number of books that are available. Um, I, I didn't find them uh, that were available. I didn't find books that were available. You can get them on Amazon, but they don't come from Amazon, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So you've got to do like the third party thing, but they're not really expensive. I think Tokyo Nobody can be had for 20 bucks. T- yeah. $20. Which is totally, totally reasonable. Yeah. Not bad. Yep. To- perfect. Um, anything else you got, you got someplace to go. I, yeah, I'm going, I'm going back down to, uh, to meet with some folks and and talk about some new stuff. Okay. Uh, so let's wrap this thing up. Uh, how do people get a hold of us? They can email us podcast at ontakingpictures.com. You could send us a, leave us a voicemail three, four, seven, six, eight, seven, 94, 11, or we are also from Andrew Shen, by the way. Yes, I know. I need to go listen to that. I need, I need to respond to that too. Um, and, uh, go ahead. I was just going to say thank you, Andrew. Uh, and, uh, Twitter, uh, at Bill Wadman, at Jeffrey Sidoris. And I think that's it. Hey, did you see my, (laughs) the theme song to our show got pirated? I know you saw saw that. How funny is that? That they they just must have bots that just go grab everything that's on those servers or something. You know, so somebody is out there bit torrenting Bill Wadman. Bit torrenting, bit torrenting me and Andrea singing. Well, you know what that means? That means that uh, I'll be a rock star soon. That's right. That's right. I think that's what that means, right? Uh, you, you know, because if you give do, away your stuff, that's when you okay, start making here's the real what we money. Should do. You should you should do a little <laughs> bit of research. Yeah. Find out how many sites has it been on? Uh, how many I don't sites? know. I, I only found out about it because I have a Google alert for my name just for random stuff. Okay, we should do we should do some searches and find out 
what sites it's available on. Yeah, yeah. And do like a tour T-shirt, but instead of the cities that you visited, the put, put the sites that it's pirated on on the back of the shirt. That's a good idea. Come on now. You heard that here. Every once in a while, you have a good idea. It's, it's <laughs> not very often. It happens. And when it happens, it's a good one. You know, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> that would be funny, right? Yeah, it is. It's, it's on, it's on uh, bestmp3use.com. That's, we should do it. The back of the shirt. It's just got like all the, all the, the, the file sharing sites that, that you're, somebody's got to be able to do that. Somebody's going to take that and, and they're going to say they come up with it, but they didn't. That's so weird. Yeah. Free. <laughs> it's so wrong. All right. Go do your thing and we will talk to you guys next time. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. All right. Bye. Say, will